Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, you lovely bunch. Okay, here we are. So this week we're talking about I get it intellectually, which is something that we may hear ourselves saying a lot or other people saying a lot. And at its deepest level, I think what we're often saying is, you know, I'm not sure that thing I want to really get. I'm not sure it's landed for me yet. So a really interesting conversation, actually. And um, we talk about the alcohol-free journey, but we also this is also kind of um, directly related to anything, any behaviour, any kind of thing that's happening in our life that we'd like to evolve through or change. This uh, this is going to be an awesome couple of episodes actually for you. And um, it was such a connected conversation. We just loved loved this one. So we're really excited to put it out there. Other than that, just a really, really quick 10 second announcement. Very, very soon, we're going to have a new Stay Stop solution launching. So we don't get them to do the, we don't get to do them very often. So if you are thinking, God, I'd like a bit more information, or I'm definitely in for that, and would like to raise a hand, pop your name on the wait list. The you can do that in the show notes. Go find the link. It's super easy. It'll take about 10 seconds. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's the best thing to do because you're always going to hear about it first. If there's any kind of special event or anything we're running, you're going to hear about it there first, and all those kinds of. things things as well so um yeah we're super excited about that it's coming up soon so definitely go and do that today all right team can't wait to put this out there without further ado i'll hand you over to me and ellie see you there recording in progress excuse me i'm supposed to be enjoying this what one. are you on about you can't have a go at the zoom lady what zoom lady i'm, I'm she's all okay today i'm not liking these little app things on the side that's the thing that's annoying me yeah, anyhow anyhow normal services resumed i'm back introing the podcast mr sam's been mr sam's been shelved that's putting it lightly i was gonna say i've been lambasted back into the into my box is that mm. a thing maybe maybe so we're back. It's January, middle of January. We are thick, thick in the middle of the alcohol experiment, which is great. It's um, God, that was very northern of me, wasn't it? It's it's fantastic. It's just it, it's been a real. It's always a real pleasure, but it's been just wonderful to see so many people, so many new faces, new people having light bulbs go off, new discoveries, new ideas about what might be possible in their lives so it's it, it's wonderful it's all kinds of wonderful and so a big hello to our new listeners people Yo. that have found us because of the alcohol experiment it's wonderful to have you here and uh, if you haven't already go and join our little facebook group we've got i shouldn't call it little should i how many people are in there depends what you're comparing it to a few thousand people supporting each other it's great yeah so come and join us in the facebook group and we've got some exciting stuff being announced and oh, yeah. happening in the Facebook group. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. Uh, so part of part of this conversation today is coming from discussions that are taking place in spaces like the alcohol experiment. And we hear a lot, and, and this isn't necessarily just with regards to alcohol. So if you are happily alcohol free, this isn't 
um, a, a pass to tune out because it's still highly relevant. Mm. But it's this thing that we hear, this phrase that we hear where people say, I get it, or I get it intellectually, but, and mm. the but is sometimes followed by, I'm still doing the thing. I get it intellectually, but I'm still drinking. Mm. Somebody that I was talking to recently had this, um, the same belief that I had around alcohol relaxes me. I said, yeah, but I, I get it all now. I get how it works and why it doesn't relax me, but I'm still doing the thing. So we wanted to cover that subject in this podcast and possibly it may be a two-parter. Yeah, it's going to flow into something else, right? Yeah, because we started talking about this and then realised we had a lot, surprise, surprise, had a lot to say about it. So, yeah. Mr. Sam, I'll, you're, you're officially allowed to be brought in now. Thanks, mate. Don't misbehave. I'll get out of my box. <laughs> Where do you want to start, buddy? Um, where do I want to start? Yeah, well, I just want to, that whole thing, if I get it intellectually, I think and if we're very honest and we look inward, what we're usually saying when we say that is um, the the real me at the core of this doesn't really get this right now, doesn't really mm. see it as true, doesn't really believe it as true. Um, or another layer of maybe perhaps not even the real me, like at the level of who we really are, I think we do. But I think at at, the, at a deeper level of our mind, uh, we, we kind of don't get it. So, you know, consciously we're saying, I get it consciously. Like the words are in my head. I've remembered it, but actually it still makes sense for me to do the thing. And I'm sure for any of us, we could write a freaking massive list of things that we should, you know, in inverted commas or shouldn't be doing, um, but we're still doing them. And that it's, it's an interesting thing to look at because ultimately seeing something is not the same as remembering the set of words is it so words are like a signpost they point at something they point at a truth the old, we were talking about the old classic in spiritual circles which is the finger pointing at the moon and it's like if the finger pointing at the moon is describing um awakening or, or sort of whatever it may happen to be anything right we look at the finger which is analogous to the word and we're like oh yeah i get it i get it sam i can see i can see that but actually we haven't truly touched that at which it's pointing out. We haven't looked at the moon yet. We haven't really touched that space. So what we're what we're gonna bring up and and look at um as we go on this journey together is well, what does it really mean to know something? Like what's the because it's very, very different to getting it intellectually. Mm. And there is a danger when we say to ourselves that I get it intellectually, that we just move on. We go, so it's not there. It must be somewhere else. And we we may innocently stop looking. So there's a real power in being kind to ourselves and saying, yeah, actually, do you know what? I don't, I don't see it yet. And that's okay. Like we're all human. We're all on a journey. We're all on a path. And there's for all of us, we all have blind spots. We all have stuff we can't see. And for some of us, it's about food. For some of us, it's about relationship. For some of us, it's about, I don't know, <laughs> anything. It could be anything, right? Mm. And the thing that I think is really important here for everybody to know, whatever you're doing or not doing if you can be forgiving of yourself and compassionate to yourself you're going to have one a far easier time of it and secondly you will make far more progress than you could ever imagine the thing that keeps us stuck is when we start judging ourselves for like this is this is a great example well i know i've read all of the books i know all the stuff so why am I still doing this? And that that isn't going to help you. The thing that's going to help you is 
being willing and open to your experience and loving yourself enough to see what you haven't seen before, what might be there, what else is possible. The other thing that I think, oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 no. Yeah, I can go or you no, you go and then I'll I'll oh, go uh, on because I was going to move on to something else. I was going to say I think it's also about, and we'll loop back round to this, I'm sure. Part of that loving ourselves. It's interesting, right? So the like we often talk about the ultimate level of who we really are, consciousness itself. We're not looking at the ultimate truth of that all the time. Sometimes we're looking at the relative truth of our personality, which mm. is not real in the sense of it's no fixed thing. It's something we do rather than something that exists in the traditional sense. And Mm -hmm. the interesting thing is what most of us innocently do is we go, my personality is the 5% of the things that I can see, the conscious stuff, the words in my head. Hey, there's a sea of stuff and you're unconscious. And and look, it's not bad. It's it's a part of you. It's a part of that person, that that you in inverted commas, that's a personality. That's a part of it too. So part of loving all of that is about loving all of that. It's about inviting all of that in. It's about knowing that you're far more in so many different levels than you possibly know. And yeah, and and, and that's really powerful. That that really gets to the heart of why am I still doing this thing? Well, at some level, biologically, physiologically, unconsciously, unconscious mind wise, wherever it happens to be, you there's 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 something to see. And knowing that and being like being okay with where you are even if you'd consciously like to be somewhere else and really understanding that you really are just doing what makes sense right now and that's a huge thing like ellie said that's massively important because just because like like we said just to loop back around just because you get something intellectually you know knowing how to ride a bike intellectually makes no freaking difference you get on the bike what do you do you fall flat on your face (laughs) because you don't have an embodied understanding yet right Mm, yeah i was thinking about something and i've lost my train of thought surprise surprise sorry mate. back to normal aren't we no <laughs> no it's it, it, it but it, this happens in these conversations because there's so many facets mm. to it and uh i was talking to a lovely lady this morning and I, that, what i was thinking about when you were talking was just how some of these things that we're talking about can seem so um elusive or so big or so um i don't want to say difficult to understand ephemeral right, is but... that a word yeah like yeah hard to touch yes yeah and just just being open just being willing just being curious like you don't need to there's nothing to do mm. there's nothing to do but but having that will this lady I was talking to this morning, it was wonderful because she was just full of that, full of that, full of what might be possible. Mm. And one of the subjects that we were talking about at length was anxiety. And one of the things that I suggested amongst other things was just starting to pay attention to the, the thoughts, the, the thought stream, the river of thoughts. And as we were in this conversation, she, she said, Wow, like I've, I've I've just never paid attention to that before. Mm. Like it's all that as you were saying that you know, th- th- there's the bit that we do see, and then all the rest of it. But even the bit that we do see, oh yeah, 
do we really see it? Uh, you're right. Like there's, it's like looking at a vista, looking at some incredible, beautiful thing, and we think we're looking at it, but really we're we're very often focused in on on one thing. And actually, to truly say what's going on out there, like in the room around you, around for any of us right now, you can do this. You look around you, um, you're like, yeah, I know this room, but do like, have you really sat and thought about it? Like, pick one object, right? It's like what had to happen in order for this thing to exist. Like how much how much like creative energy, how much thought, what led to this being here? There's, there's a world in every mini world around you. And we, because we're human and we filter out and we need that in order to be able to move around and we need to be able to say that's important, that's not, we forget that. So to invite that back in, like you say, to just be like, huh, wow. There's, I mean, this experience that a lot of people have when they sit for the first time meditating, they go, oh my God, I'm way more crazy than I thought I was. A lot of the time we're just noticing stuff that we haven't noticed. Because mm. we haven't been we haven't been aware of it going on, so yeah, mm. Mm. I love yeah. that. Well, just before we move on, it, it is really powerful what you've just said, though. Because I mean, the way, I don't I don't know how much of Joe Dispenza's stuff you've you've read, Ellie, but his stuff's quite cool. He talks about like um, he's a really interesting guy. If anyone wants to check out his stuff, um, you know, he, he's kind of like his first book is um giving up the habit of being yourself or something to those words like it's really interesting and he talks about you know the, the personality as a construct as as we've spoken about a lot and what a lot of us do is we accidentally innocently rehearse the past version of ourselves we wake up in the morning or whatever it happens to be and without even knowing because we're not creating because we're not going how do i want to be because we're not doing what that lady said and being curious and going i wonder what might happen mm. we just innocently kick into auto and we just start rehearsing things and we just, we don't even know it's happening. And then we see through the eyes of the past and we react instead of act. And and it's the raising our level of consciousness. You Like we often say again and again and again, that just focusing on that North Star of like, who do I want to be? What do I want to have happen? What do I want to create in my life? That is like so freaking powerful. It seems so simple, but it's amazingly powerful. And most people, I think a lot of us, we've exotified to use a word that i made up. Where did that come we've from? we've made exotic i think it comes from one of my favorite teachers rupert spira i think i heard him say it. we've made exotic what it means to be a creator of our life it is as simple as bringing in the act of creation by wondering by using vision by being a visionary it's no more complicated than that mm. yeah do you know what that links into something um there's a a guy i love Okay, I, love, I love many guys. There's a spiritual <laughs> leader I love called Michael Beckwith. And he was talking about the difference between remembering and recalling. Mm. Mm. And and yeah. it's really interesting if you think about, like, because you mentioned it earlier on, having to remember a certain um, series of things or, mm. like, there's something that we've, I don't know, read or picked up somewhere um, or like my, my daughter's doing a times tables and she's having to remember mm. the times tables. There's a difference between that and recollection. Recollection is pulling something to the foreground that we already know, deeply mm. know. Yeah. And so where we can take this position of being open and curious and um, wholehearted that 
that creates the environment for recollection. And then we don't need the remembering. We've got the recollection. Yeah, like the recollecting of something that's already collected is interesting, right? So because I was going to ask you a question, I was really interested to 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 see how you thought like an like what an embodied understanding of something's like because it seems to me that very often when we're we may be recollecting recollecting or have an embodied understanding of something that that it no longer has language so like at the age of like two or three or four before we even knew what language was we were creating through insight this incredible internal map of how the world works and learning to walk and learning to talk and we had no concepts for that stuff like like it was they were they were flowing through us and then at some point our ego locked in and we mm. we associated ourselves with our body and all that stuff was playing out so it's built in it's built in for us to develop embodied understandings of stuff and often we don't even know like you know with a lot of the work i do with uh a lot of my teachers is is very much about well you know you have an embodied understanding of how gravity works you can get up sit down foot like you like before you know that you fall over a lot and you're figuring it out and you're trying to but you don't have language you don't need to yeah. be able to understand it pre pre the understanding that we had of germs we we the one of some of the areas where we messed up is where we didn't have like a, a, an 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 understanding of how those things work, but they still operated. And in the places where we get it right, we get it, we're good. And in the places where we, we, we're off the mark, we're not. So what, what's your, when it comes to an embodied understanding, like how does it, how does it look to you? Like, what does it, what does that mean in your, in your understanding? Oh, it's a big question. Big question, Mr. Sam. Booyah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could pick, I guess it might be easier to answer in terms of a specific. So if we're talking about like the difference between like intellectually getting that there's no benefit to drinking, for example, and an embodied understanding. Well, to me, to me, it comes back to will. Because if you're like, if you're in the kind of space that this lady was this morning, if you have the will, the intention you're prepared, even if you don't know how, to create this environment for, it's it's like learning, but it's not, it's a recollection. Then you, you open yourself up to experience that you otherwise wouldn't have. So if you, as you said at the beginning, if you get it intellectually and then switch yourself off from being able to invite anything else in, then it's entirely limited. Like you're you're not going to have any kind of felt lived mm. experience. Mm. So the embodied understanding comes through felt lived experience. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, Will it's, is it's, go on, sorry. I was going to say it's, it's practice, right? It's the, it's having the will to practice. What and, and practice could mean many, many different things, but it's the will to practice over and over and over again. And I think that that is the the difference that I see so regularly with um, participants in things like the live alcohol experiment. There, there's a, a difference in the level of will, I think which could be for many, many reasons. And again, isn't like, it's not a um, a point of 
like one thing's better or worse than another. It's just different. Mm. That's cool. I like how you said that. I think I might see it slightly differently. And it's all words, so it look I I'm to me it kind of looks like the like in terms of will, which is like that decision to do something no matter what. That's in the in the sense that I'm talking about it anyway. Which is very different to willpower, which is grinding something out and gritting it. Um to me it's about the will to continue to have the courage to look in the direction which may mean the set you may mean that by practicing i don't know if we're on the so for example sydney bank said look in a direction and do nothing as it seemed to me he wasn't saying do nothing and like literally just like sit on your bum and you know Mm. do nothing it's keep looking like how do you want to be like i want to be like that i want to be like that so yeah that that seems to be super powerful that if we no matter, you know, we hear things like, oh, we only really fail if we give up and these kinds of things. Well, at their heart, to me, it's like, it's not about grinding it out. It's not about effort necessarily. It's mm. about the courage to just say, okay, it's still making sense for me to do this thing that consciously I, I doesn't serve me. Okay, well, what? how would I like it to be different? Reliably, I don't know about you. So a few times I've been asked this week, mate, what's the difference between people who get there quicker? Da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't know. Some of it's a mystery, but the thing that seems to be reliable, reliable, no matter whether you've got uh, ADHD, certain set of genes, OCD, whatever it is, right? Whatever hand of cards you've been dealt neurologically, biologically, any of that shit, the thing that is powerful beyond anything else is exactly what you've been pointing at, pointing at the courage to just continually look mm. and to create yeah. and to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing. Like practice doesn't necessarily mean a physical practice. Mm, It can do, but it it doesn't have to be. But that will to continue to show up, like I was was describing. So in part of this conversation with this lovely lady this morning, I was talking because what I'm trying to do is encourage her to, um, and and I know that she's got it because she's 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 reached out, she's on the call, and she's um, surrendering. Like you know, I, I want I want things to be different, and I want to I want to learn, and I, like she's she's got that whole thing going on. She's open, mm. and what I wanted to give her within the conversation was the encouragement to to keep going because we're human beings and we are going to falter and fall over and all sorts of things. And so by way of illustration of that, I was talking to her about what you know happened on that call last night that we were on, mm. where I inadvertently, I checked that my camera was off and forgot to mute myself. <laughs> and, then, and then so we're on a, um, a an internal This Naked Mind call with Annie. And then I hear Annie say something about, children with British accents. And I thought, oh, fuck, I've forgotten to mute myself. And so on the replay of the call, you can hear me going, if you don't let me listen to this bloody call, you'll be going off to bed early or something <laughs> along those lines. And so I was sharing that with this lady. I was saying, like, you know, the, the, there are moments where we're going to be absolutely mm. human. And then we've got a choice. We can get caught up in the thoughts around those things and the judgment and all of that, or... We can recognize it for what it is and we can go back to the practice, whatever the practice is. And so I think that that is an important part of it too, because there isn't like a before and after. 
maybe it might be different when you're not in a human suit, but we're in a human suit. So I don't think there's this defining point of before and after. I'm with you. I think the the interesting thing, well, this is how it looks to me, um, is that the energy, like who who we really are, wisdom, will, will, is not coming from the conscious mind. It's coming from authentic desire. It's coming from you. And the, any practice that we may do in terms of, and here I'm talking about practices that people might think about meditation and these kinds of things that people often think about the energies in you, like the practice mm. is a channel for that, but you are the energy. Like you, the practice isn't a requirement. They can be beautiful, but, but it's not a requirement, right? It's, it's, it's coming from you. And it seems that <laughs> it's a bit of a funny one, right? Because when we're willing ourselves to have will from the conscious mind, that doesn't look like it to me. It looks like riding the wave of what's coming from the deepest level of who we are mm-hmm. and catching that wave. So it doesn't look like we it, trying, willing ourselves into having will looks like will trying to use willpower to me. It looks like trying yeah. to make something happen that we don't feel yet. And so really that question of what do I want? So it really can often be as simple as what do I want to have happen? Because that answer, everything will try, will follow from that. And and look, here's the thing I found a lot as well. I don't know about you. I hear a lot of people say, I don't know how to do that, Sam. Like, I don't know how to, uh, there seems to be like a block there. Um. And I, and I think it's, uh, if that's where you are right now, then it might be a really wonderful thing to, to grab a coach or to, to hang out with some people that you mm. think and guide you. And not because they're going to be able to like implant something in you that you don't have. You've got it. You've got it. Mm. But it may be that you don't quite feel safe to go there yet. Um, and you don't, again, it is, it is just about asking yourself the questions. Powerful, like the really powerful questions we often ask, right, mate? Like if I woke up and everything was exactly how I'd love it to be, what would it look like? And if you hear your mind going, yeah, but, and just smile at it allow yourself to build that picture and it doesn't have to be all in one go you can just ask that question lightly put it on the back burner and see what comes to you and there there there, your will will be that's that it will flow through that you're not going to beat yourself mentally into into this stuff it's 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 going to come from somewhere deeper no it's a it's an opening it's it's creating that environment Mm. and that's why I think it's so important to recognize the limitations of being human at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could so, you can so easily get um, distracted or knocked off your course just, just because we have a nervous system and we're in these bodies for however long we're in them for. Yeah. That's what's really, I guess that's, it's really interesting. Uh, that actually the energy, the will coming from the spiritual part of us and the humanness is, is, is literally something that we, we practice that too. Like we put our same beliefs on every morning. This is innocent, but this is how, you know, and we have the ideas about ourselves and concepts and actually in the sense that as we create the personality, it's more like a verb. It's something that we're doing every day. And it's looking in a different way. Like you've said, it's, it's trusting that yes. And we're going to be like, we're human, right? We can't, 
we're not just going to like dissolve into some kind of soup and uh oh but we can do that like it's so if we feel like that's happening in in meditation and things awesome but at some point right we need to kind of put ourselves back together and go to work right either literally or however it looks to us so there's this we're entirely human and we're animals at some level in terms of the body suit that we happen to be kind of but we're not that either we're not we're not our body suit right if we take an arm off we're still there if we take it's like at what point do we stop being mm. that we're much greater than that so that other space where it's all coming from it's just going to be a feeling and again some of the conversation that we're having here mate i would imagine that for some people tuning in it sounds like oh yeah i get this intellectually so if that's happening, if you like, this is or another way of saying it that I think is really is interesting is, um, oh, that's a nice idea. Yeah. I often say to people, does it sound like a nice idea? Mm. Or is that real right now? Mm. Um, and look, if things look, look, I don't know, I spent from the age of 17 until 30, basically, traveling the world, doing all of the cliche shit, like I've said before, and I collected a load of nice ideas. And I got what mm. I got so good at talking about nice ideas that I got brilliant at convincing myself and other people that I knew what the idea was pointing at. And, and if I'm honest, it wasn't until, you know, recently in terms of my life that I actually really started to realize stuff, real eyes stuff, things became real, you know, in a way mm -hmm. that they hadn't before. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I realized, <laughs> There's no prescription. You don't need to climb a fucking mountain. You can have these things while you're cleaning out mm. your sock drawer. You know, <laughs> especially oh, if you've got wicked socks. Yeah. <laughs> and I do. I've got awesome socks. Look at this. It's a pretty um, average sock okay. actually today. So that there, that's an average sock. Yeah, there you go. Um, mm, well, this has been a bit of a magical mystery tour, hasn't it? Hey, when is it not, eh? When is it not? Uh, I I did think as you were finishing up there with my sock, <laughs> prior to the sock incident, just how uh, how wonderful it is to get a group of people together at a similar ish stage to start cultivating this environment and inviting stuff in and mm -hmm. that's that's what we did last year right with stay stopped yeah to the i mean we sort of set that north star and went for it Do you know for a minute i thought you were going to say i can't help but say think how wonderful it was to do a podcast with you each week but there you go my dreams were dashed well we're not a group are we no, that's or a true. Duo, no, no, I, I hear you. I hear somebody, you. Somebody thought that you were my, my. Oh yeah, because about aura rings. My main squeeze. <laughs> Your main squeeze. That's a brilliant. I don't. That's a great term. I've I've heard that very few times in my life. That's interesting. No, but anyway, to get back to the amazing point you were making. Yeah, it is because I mean, look, from my personal experience, I've often said. um I had a community of me and books and reading and blogs. And actually that is really different to being in a, in a collective group of people mm. who, yeah, when we say the same stage, it's like people looking in the same direction, right? People are curious mm. to, to know. 
um yes. what's happening and and what's what is this <laughs> the real you they keep fucking bleating on about like <laughs> what's that when it's at home and mm. um yeah yeah it's powerful like it's really really powerful to do things like that 100 mm. percent. Mm. Mm. so watch this space <laughs> watch it. This, this exact space this, this one coming space. soon yeah. there's there's a stair stopped solution coming very soon yeah yeah and um a lot of all many of these things that the the kind of north star for us behind that is we we both know that neither me nor you can give anybody an insight we can't give anybody that it comes from you it comes from the 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 truth of who you are like that it it can only work that way but what we can do is with love and with you know with with joy create this space where people are more hopefully more likely to feel safe and then have these insights right like create this 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 yeah and and i know that we're both so passionate about that so um yeah i love it i just i can't wait to do it and also just whether it's with us or wherever like just orienting towards if you think that is the right space for you rather than are they gonna like teach me necessarily oh all the things my intellect wants to know but actually is that the container in which mm. i want to go and go on this journey because just because someone like knows a bunch of stuff it doesn't mean that it's the right container and these days i'm much more um guided by my inner knowing on that stuff yeah you know because that's the most important thing is that you go into somewhere and you learn a bunch of concepts, you learn a bunch of stuff like we were t talking about at the beginning of this. Okay, great. Or you go into one, you go somewhere else and you have one realization. Like Sydney Banks used to say, if you see one spiritual fact, it will change your life forever. Mm -hmm. Good old Sid. <laughs> Love Sid. Love that man. Yeah. Right. Are we, that, that seems like a really, I don't know. We seems like a really lovely place to click the old pause button. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think there is there is more to be said mm. in a slightly different area, but we'll um, come on to that mm. very soon. Not a, not a single mention of a badger this episode. We'll see what we can do about that next time round. Yeah, we definitely I need talk a badger. about badgers. It's, it's my spirit. We need to animal. insert a badger. <laughs> Where? Oh God! In yourself. <laughs> God, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit stop before you start. I don't know some horrific trait chain of thought yeah you're right though i'll just get i'll get some badger themed socks that would be a good thing wouldn't it mm. i'd love that that's a christmas present in the making epic i've only got to wait a year for goodness sake <laughs> write it down technically it's less than a year write it down technically okay not not by many days right team love you all am i okay to click that square button ellie crow yes you may thank Adios. you very much permission i'm going back in my box now awesomeness 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 that's all i've got to say really enjoyed that conversation the next one's just as great so be sure to tune in check it out and tune in next week and uh, yeah don't forget go get your name on the wait list for the next day stopped if that's something you're even the slightest bit excited or interested in see you soon <laughs>